Hey guys, welcome back to Broken Journey, the podcast. I am your host, Elba Rivera. I wanted to say thank you so much for joining me today. I hope that you're having a good morning, a good afternoon, or a good evening. Whenever it is that you're listening to this podcast, I hope your day is going well. I also hope that today you enjoy today's podcast episode. And if you do, please share it with others. I will greatly appreciate it. I hope you have a good day. Bye. Hey guys. So I have been into podcasts for a little while and I just got introduced to Audible from my public library from my daughter. And while I was listening to a podcast, someone mentioned, the person that was hosting the podcast mentioned um, the book, When God Winks, and it's from Squire D. Rushnow. So it's S Q. U-I-R-E, and his last name is Rush, R-U-S-H-N-E-L-L, Rush Now. And I said, man, this sounds good. Let me go and listen to it. So because I've been a little busy, I haven't had time to uh, sit down and read. Well, actually, I'm lying. Uh, <laughs> I do take some time here and there to read. I have several books that I have purchased and I'll read about, you know, five or six pages, maybe twice a week or something like that until I get it finished. And then I'll go on to the next one. Right. However, um, I did want to talk about this one because this book gave some insight about, um, just little coincidence that happened in your life. And it made me sit down and think about, you know, some things that have happened in my life and, you know, the way God works. Now, if you don't believe in God, that's fine. You know, if you don't want to listen to this podcast, it's talking about God, that's fine too. Um, however, I believe in God and When I started to listen to the Audible, I started to think about things in my life that happened that are not accidents, right? So basically, I don't want to give the book away. I think, you know, you really should go and either go to your public public library. There is an app that you can use to listen to Audible's. And not every book has Audible in the library, but some do. And so um, some of the information on this book is basically about things that happen in your life. And, you know, you may think, oh, you know, it was an accident or, you know, it just happened, whatever. Right. However, a lot of these things are... um, coincidence that you should pay attention to, right? 
And so quickly, I just wanted to talk about some of the things that has happened in my life that I think are, you know, God's winks, right? Uh, for instance, number one, uh, a lot of people do not know this about me, but when I was about four or five years old, I can't remember if it was four or five years old. Anyway, it was around that age when I was, uh, younger, obviously the four or five, right? I fell out of the fourth floor window and now you would think, oh my God, a lot of the times when someone falls out the window at that height, you know, it's rare when you survive, right? And I remember I was playing with my cousin, who I say, you know, is my primo hermano, because we were raised as, you know, we were raised together like brother and sister. And even though, you know, I had my mom, you know, he has his mom, but we were raised really closely like that. And so him and I were playing and we were playing superheroes and stuff like that. And just to give you a kind of a picture of what the room looked like, right? So there, when you walked into the room, there were two beds because there were two boys, right? Um, my cousin and his brother. And their beds were in an L shape. And when you're in the front of the room door, there was a window. And now they lived in the projects at the time. So if you are familiar with the projects, the windows are wide. Well, not wide. They're long. Sorry. They're long. And his bed was towards, was right against the wall where the window was at. And so him and I were playing superheroes and we were jumping from one bed to the to the other, back and forth, back and forth. And then I decided, very smartly, decided that I was going to stand right on the windowsill. Back in the day, the windowsill was large enough for you to stand on. And so I was standing there while the window was open. <laughs> very smart move. <laughs> And my cousin went to jump on the bed, but tripped. And when he tripped, I fell back. And so you would think, oh my God, automatically I fell on the floor, right? No. My aunt, <laughs> she was drying a pair of jeans on a hanger. And I remember hanging on to that, um, those pair of jeans. However... You know, I mean, a hanger could hold but so much, right? And I, the last thing I remember was falling, right? And then I don't remember anything else. So when I fell, I believe my mom and dad told me that I fell face forward. Now, mind you, the backyard of that building was concrete. And so I fell and on the concrete and my cousin had gone to the living room and told my dad, you know, they used to call me, um, Elvita. So they were like, Elvita fell. She fell out the window. She fell out the window and my father didn't believe it. And then when they went to check, they saw that I was downstairs on the floor. So this is something that, you know, um, 
I don't remember, obviously, right? Because I was unconscious. But from stories that I've heard from family members, right? And then um, next to you know, you know, I was in the hospital. And, you know, I say to myself, oh, my God, how did I survive that? And not only did I survive that, I survived with minor scrapes on my face and a fractured shoulder. That was it. So when I sit back and look at those uh, coincidences, I'm saying to myself, Jesus, God had his angels carry me down because somebody falling out the fourth floor window, there are very slim chances of you surviving, right? And so that was one of the situations that I wanted to talk about. And then, um, you know, going on in life, there were so many other different things. I remember one time telling my mom about um, some clouds that I seen and how I was visualizing. I would look up in the sky and I would visualize and see like... I would say sun rays. I'm not even sure what they were, but it, it was just like the cloud would open up and I would see rays of sunshine coming down at me. It was really strange. And I say to myself sometimes, you know, God has me on here for a purpose, obviously, right? Because I survived that falling. And there are so many other incidents that I have experienced that really shows me that I have a purpose that God wants me to share. And even through all the experiences that I've had and things that has happened to me, I know that it's this time that I need to start sharing a lot of my stories, right? Um, there is another time where I was, at the time, my mom and I moved to Manhattan. And so I would still go and hang out in the Bronx, right? And this is in New York. And so I would take the train home. So one day I was on my way home when a situation happened, right? I was waiting for, I was, I think it was, I was on the D train and I needed to get to another train to get to where I needed to go to my house in Manhattan. And so I was waiting and waiting and waiting for the second train that I needed and it never came. It was taking forever. I'm talking about literally like 20 minutes. So I decided, you know what? I'm just going to go and take the D train to a certain stop and then transfer there for another train. Um, that can get me closer to my house or I was going to take the bus or something like that to that effect. Anyway, um, so when I was going up the stairs, there was a man walking and then another man was running up the stairs and he accidentally bumped into this man. And so they started to argue and I'm going up the stairs. I passed them. I go into the train, the D train that was waiting for, you know, it was sitting in the train station, the train stop. And so I sit 
in the double chairs that is right next to the doors. And again, the door, the train was sitting there. I guess it was waiting for the next train to come. And, you know, the doors were open. So I'm sitting there and you hear the two guys arguing. And all of a sudden, the guy that, that bumped, well, the guy that was walking up the stairs was right in the entryway of the double doors. And the guy that bumped him, that they were arguing with, went in front of him and started arguing with him again. So all of a sudden, the stores are getting the the, the stores the doors are getting ready to close, and the man that was outside of the train, right on the platform, he took out a gun and shot this man straight in the forehead. Okay. I looked to my left and I was like, are you freaking kidding me? I got up. I opened up um, the doors to that one train and went to the next train that um, that was there. But the two ladies that were right on beside me started screaming and screaming and screaming. I said, I'm not going to sit here. I'm getting my ass up and I'm getting the hell up out of here. So I started walking in between the trains um, and I started walking fast and stuff like that. Then all of a sudden, when I was like on the second cart and they're not trains, it's the carts, right? So the second cart, I looked out and the guy was gone. And the other guy was halfway in the train and halfway at the door. I mean, at the platform, <laughs> he was laying flat halfway on the train and halfway in the platform. And I was like, holy shit. Oh, my God. I was like, what the hell? I was freaking out and I was so scared. But I'm so grateful that even though I was scared, I was moving like, I did not stay in that damn chair waiting for the man to kind of, like, shoot anybody else in case, you know, he needed to shoot anybody else for, you know, as witnesses, right? And so, um, I went and I got out and I got into another train and I went home. Now, mind you, I was late as hell. I was past my curfew. My mom was about to kill my ass because I was late. I didn't even, I don't, I don't think I remember telling her about it. I did not say anything about it. And, you know, a couple of days later, I went to go hang out again and I saw the picture. And now this is something that I would say I feel a little guilty about is I was talking to my friends about it and tell them, hey, you know, when I was going home, this is what happened, blah, 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 blah. And I told them the story. And so, you know, they start, they, you know, they were like, oh my God, there's all this craziness and blah, blah, blah. When I was going home, they would walk me to the train station, right? And now back in the day, I used to be a tomboy. So I used to hang out a lot with guys and a few girls, you know, but there were more guys than girls and we would all hang out together. And... I came and there was a picture looking for that person. 
And if anybody had any details and blah, blah, blah. But honey, I was so scared. Now, mind you, I was still a teenager. I was still in high school. And um, I was freaking shitting bricks that I did not dare to say anything. And one of my friends was like, look, you know, they're looking for people for witnesses. And I was like, the hell I am. I'm not saying shit. <laughs> but now that I think about it, I'm like, Coño Elba, you should have said something. And again... I was very young. I, you know, mentally, I was like, I don't know, you know, what's going to happen if I were to say something, you know, be a, you know, witness to this situation and things like that. So I didn't say anything. But again, going back to God, God protecting me during those times when I would, you know, not listen to my mother and go home when I was supposed to, um, and things like that, you know, it's so crazy. Um, and again, I, I, when I listen to that audible, when God winks, I see so many different things in my life that I say, you know, it's not necessarily a good thing. But however, God has been there to protect me in so, so many ways. You know, I remember again, another situation where I was going home and the bus was taking forever and I got into a, a Jeep with a few guys and I'm like, what the fuck, Alba? When you're young... <laughs> When you're young and you don't think about consequences, like what the hell was I thinking? And I'm so grateful that the guys were like, oh no, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, we'll just drop you off at home. But when I, when I sit down and think about it now, I'm like, what the fuck, girl? What were you thinking? Getting in a car with three guys, or it was a Jeep, it was open, but still, what the hell? They could have raped me, they could have done a whole bunch of shit to me, and I was just like, well, I need a freaking ride home, I'm tired of waiting on the bus. Que carajo! <laughs> I'm thinking about it again right now, and I'm just like, what the fuck, girl? So, you know, there are so many things and coincidence that... I look at back at my life and I say, wow, you know, so many coincidences that God has opened up doors for me as well. You know, there are situations where I look at my Mary Kay business and I say to myself, you know, there are so many things that I have learned, you know, so many people that I've met and those are not coincidences, right? Those are things that I needed at the time to help me with my life, you know, kind of like the meditation, the um, affirmations, goals in life. You know, when you live in a poverty mindset, right? Because I'm not going to say that I was in a... I was in a situation where I was starving because that's not, you know, I, I thank God, knock on wood, that 
I always had food on my table. We always had a place to stay. Um, however, you know, when you are just making ends meet, sometimes you don't have um, the mindset to think bigger, to think greater, right? And I'm grateful that with Mary Kay, I had visions, visions of doing different things in my life and so many things that I still want to accomplish. And I just pray every day that God helps me to fulfill these dreams, right? And I also think about this property. Um, and I say it's not a coincidence, right? I was going on, um, I was going to a company picnic. And when I was going to the company picnic, I turned this corner and there's this large property. There is nothing on that property. When I tell you nothing but tumbleweeds, right, that they had rolled up. And when I look back, I was driving. I turned that corner. I looked at that property. And for some reason, I fell in love with this empty lot. Like, I fell in love with this empty lot. There is... It's funny because I keep saying that that property is going to be mine. That those people that own it are going to sell that property to me. I have a number on it, an amount. I have the vision of how the property is going to look. And when I sit down and think, I'm like, God, you are promising me this land. And everything that is visioned on it. And I am just waiting. I'm just waiting. And like this book says, these things are not coincidences. But we also have to bring them into fruition, right? Start focusing on it. Start um, meditating on it. Start affirming it. I don't know why God has me um, love, fall in love with this property. But... It's there and it's on my vision board. (laughs) It's on my vision board. I have written down everything that God has put in my mind about this property, how it's going to look, what it's going to have. And again, I'm going to believe that this property is going to be mine one day. And to think about it, I've been at this company for nine years and that, that land is still empty. And I'm telling you right now, I'm putting this in the recording. I'm claiming that property. That property is mine. (laughs) But anyway, guys, I wanted to just talk a little bit about, you know, that book and how, you know, people that you meet, um, things that happen to you in life, uh, things you come across, a lot of those things are not coincidences. There is more to it and you need to pay attention, right? 
Sometimes there's people that come into your life and they'll just come in for a split second. They'll come in, let's say, um, somebody that you, you know, you bump into and they start talking to you about a certain thing. God uses people. He uses people to talk to you. So remember at the end of the day, ask God to open up your mind. Ask God to help you to recognize when he is sending somebody to talk to you. Ask God to give you the vision that he wants you to fulfill. And trust and believe that even through the storm, you will come out better. You will. Trust and believe that. You will come out better. Now, there's one thing that I will say. When you are in this storm, don't focus on the storm. Focus on what's going to come after the storm. Because sometimes you're in that storm and you don't see it. You don't see the light at the end of the tunnel, right? But what you need to do is say, God, I'm focusing on that light. I know that you are carrying me through this storm. Help me to be patient. Help me to understand. Help me to learn what I need to learn during this storm. And trust and believe that when you see that light and you pass that storm, God's grace will be there for you. He will be there. God's angels, everything will be there to say you've made it through this storm. Anyway, guys, I hope that you enjoyed this quick message. I hope that when you're going through life, that you see those little coincidences that are a little bit more than what you think they are. Um, and keep your mind open. Keep your mind open because there is a lot more that you have to accomplish in this world. If you woke up today, your story has not ended yet. So make sure that you leave wonderful crumbs while you're walking on this earth. Make sure that you're blessing people, either with your words, either with finances, if you have it, or just doing something for someone in need. Guys, thank you so much for listening to me today. And I hope that you can recognize when God winks at you. Bye.